You are listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Hey, wow. You know what? The imagination now. Everybody has changed. Now they're getting so uh, creative in terms of their thinking and what they can do. Man, it's, it's, this is the best I've seen. Yeah, when you jump that damn high, you got a lot of time. To He's up the floor. Reads a drop down. Kobe! Oh! A high! Down hard! Kobe caught it! Very deep, yeah. Blocked by LeBron! That basketball <laughs> will never be the same! So that now is entered the fray. Yes! Whoa, whoa, indeed. South Carolina destroying 99.8% of all the brackets. Man, Kevin, I'm super angry. Um, Everybody had uh, South Carolina uh, written off when... um, the uh, when the uh, March Madness tournament started because South Carolina sucked all year. They were really, really bad. Um, Dennis Smith was playing uh, one-man basketball, sometimes two-man basketball with his uh, with his homeboy, Omer Yurt7 at center. And they're just caught fire in the tournament. They beat Marquette in the first round. They beat my boys at Duke in the second <laughs> round. Oh. And they made their way to the Sweet 16 against all odds. The Grayson Allen memes will live on forever. Ah, oh, South Carolina. Busted I, my I, bracket. Bust, well, to be fair, my bastard was busted on day two. But <laughs> come on. I, I don't know. I don't know if um, Grayson Allen is going to declare for the draft this year or is going to go like full sit and uh, stay for the last, last year um, at um, Duke in order to terrorize the young players in the NCAA. But uh, it might not be the end of his story uh, yet, unfortunately. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, uh, how are you, by the way? Welcome to Hardware Radio. Duke, everybody's disappointed, Ben, by Duke's play in this, uh, well, the second round. But but was it worth it? Will South Carolina just lose against Baylor and then it was all for nothing? Or can South Carolina go a little deeper? No, they'll lose to Baylor, most likely. Um, it's not, uh, Beller, as a team full of veterans, a team, a lot more, uh, stable than, uh, than Duke. And I think they're just going to get, um, they're just going to get, uh, run over by Baylor. Like it's not, it's not going to be even close. Uh, this, this kind of team that nobody expects kind of pierces all, they punch their way all up to the sweet 16. But then as we will see today, it's where the big boys come out. Like there are a lot of surprise in the um, in the uh, Sweet Sixteen, including one I was the only person in America to have called on the <laughs> air of Hardwood Radio yes. last week. You did call, and and, um, and uh, the big boys come to play, and you need you need to have some serious upside on your team. Well. Um, I did call yeah. one, but I didn't go all the way with it. I did say that Xavier should not be messed yes. with. And yeah. uh, it was true. I didn't go all the way. I uh, I had them go move one round and then lose. But no, they're actually in the Sweet 16. Xavier pulling off the upset against Maryland and then beating South Florida State to now having a date with Arizona in the Sweet 16. The uh, Florida State uh, win was impressive. Um, they, they Florida State had a big 
big athletic team this year. They had Jonathan Isaac, who's a top 10 pick in this year's draft. They had our homeboy from Scarborough, Ontario, yeah. Xavier Rayton Mays. Um, they got who lost uh, Xavier? That's funny. Yes, uh, they got they got this a uh, guy named Christ Kumaje, who's uh, seven foot four. Um, they got a guy named Michael Ojo, seven foot one at three hundred yeah. pounds. That, that's the um, one I was texting you about. <laughs> I was watching the game. I'm like Ben, who's that guy? He's a monster. They got James. They got Dwayne Bacon. They got a lot of good players, and they just and uh, Xavier just would not stray. They would not stray from their game. And they just broke. They just broke with uh, South Florida down with crisp passing, crisp execution, and uh, Florida State just just end up. Uh, they were very, they're very young. They're a very young team. They just end up uh, discouraged and just like withering away. Like Xavier deserves to be there, but they are facing a machine <laughs> in the Sweet 16 with Arizona. Like now that Duke is uh, out of 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 contention. I believe Arizona might take it all. Like they're a really, really strong team this year. Before we go matchup by matchup here, we already talked about a few, but Ben, what did catch your attention out of all the matchup? It's a lot to take in. It's a lot of rounds, a lot of basketball. You watched a heck of a lot of basketball in the last week. What did catch your attention outside of Duke getting booted out? Um, I really liked the uh, Kentucky uh, versus Wichita State in the South. I thought it was really fun, a gritty, uh, a gritty game to uh, witness. Uh, Arkansas versus North Carolina was really, really tense. Also, uh, North Carolina kind of like avoided uh, avoided a, a, a early exit this year, like but nearly. I think they were going to get booted by Butler in uh, the Sweet 16, but uh, they just barely hang on against Arkansas. That was a really exciting game. Uh, Iowa-Purdue was amazing. Uh, my boy Josh Jackson looked like uh, Black Jesus himself uh, playing for Kansas in round one and two. There was a lot of exciting stuff uh, happening. All right, let's go matchup by matchup. The one we haven't talked about in the East so far, Wisconsin, which did pull the upset. You called it. You mentioned they will beat Villanova, and they did in the Sweet 16 versus the Gators, Wisconsin, Florida. Who do you got? Uh, Wisconsin, um, it's going to be like people are going to think my argument is that has no logic value because Villanova won. Uh, last year, but Wisconsin has tournament experience. Like they went on four years of really, really difficult and deep tournament runs, and a lot of these players are still playing for Wisconsin. Guys like Nigella Hayes, like guys like Watson Koenig. You cannot buy this experience. You know what? I think that Wisconsin beats Florida, makes their way to the Elite Eight because um, Flo- because uh, Florida are not a better team than Villanova. That I can guarantee you. Baylor versus South Carolina. Does the Cinderella story of South Carolina continue, or does Baylor bring them back to reality? Uh, I Baylor had I've had a lot of tough runs in the tournaments, uh, the early exits, um, humiliating exits, uh, and I think they found a balance this year uh, with this roster. They're experimented. They're, they're experienced. They're they're strong. They're smart. Uh, I got Baylor in this one. All right. So that would be a Wisconsin-Baylor Elite Eight. Yes, sir. In the East. Now, moving on to the West, 
Gonzaga did go chalk, did win their two games, and now will face West Virginia with the upset versus the Fighting Irish in the second round of the tournament now in the Sweet 16. Oh, man, that's a tough one. I love West Virginia. I'm in love with that team. They are gritty. Uh, I've watched both of their games in the first two rounds. They're gritty. They're smart. They they play hard. They play good defense. Uh, they're very hard to play against. Uh, Gonzaga has a bigger names, has a bigger program. They're, they, they, they got this really sophisticated offense. Uh, I'm going against my heart here. I'm going to take Gonzaga <laughs> uh, because they flat out have the better players. Yeah. But I don't be surprised if West Virginia guts this one out. They're constantly slept on in the tournament and they constantly do well. Wait, uh, which one do you take? I, I kind of like would like to pick the Mountaineers, but I will go with you. I, I'll go with Gonzaga. But full disclosure, when I was a, a teenager and playing in my PlayStation 1, I really had uh, two games that I used to play a lot, and that was college football and college basketball. Uh, and <laughs> the Mountaineers were one of the teams that, for some reason, I gravitated towards to. That and the Boston College, for some reason. But uh, I kind of feel like you. I wish the Mountaineers. But it's a big, big task to beat Gonzaga, especially in the Sweet 16. Gonzaga, like you mentioned, a lot of tournament experience here. A lot of tournament experience. Uh, there, there, there's pedigree, like, like their 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 staff and the coaches know how to act in that kind of situation. They know how to direct the players. Some of these players have been there also before. Uh, so so um, I think Gonzaga has what it takes to make it to the Elite Eight this year. I know one of my colleagues, uh, Antoine from France, um, he picked Gonzaga to win it all, which I don't agree with, but it could happen. Like like it could be their year this year. We don't know. Xavier versus Arizona. Xavier can continue, and you know what? Even though they're in 11th seed versus a number two, I still feel Xavier is going to put up quite a fight, and that game is going to be closer than expected. But I do feel logic is going to prevail, and Arizona will win. Arizona this year, they are so freaking good. They got Kobe Simmons. They got Laurie Markkanen, uh, Chance Comanche at the center. Uh, they got Alan Zotrier, um, Corey Jones. They are so ridiculously good. Um, they got their athletic. They push the pace. They play a fast brand of basketball. I, I really and the linchpin by Markkanen's three points uh, ability. Laurie Markkanen's a seven-footer shooting three points at the pace that has never been seen before for freshmen. In the NCA, so I I don't see how I can like I like I like Xavier, but I don't see how I can I, I can uh, bet against Arizona. Yeah, there. well, they, it's, they're exactly. the real deal. Exactly. If it would maybe be almost any other team, maybe outside of one or two, Xavier could maybe have a chance because it's Gonzaga and the well-oiled mm-hmm. machine of Gonzaga. Xavier is still, I believe, it'd be like a ten points or less type of game. At the end, but uh, yeah, Gonzaga should win. Yeah, uh, so, not Arizona, sorry. Arizona, yeah. Which will lead to Gonzaga, Arizona, Sweet Six, uh, Elite Eight. So that's not too bad. No, that's going to be finally. That's going to be. I think the only first seed against second seed I got in the all my tournament. Speaking of first seed, let's go to the uh, Midwest and have 
Kansas, which totally dominated. Kansas is uh, went chalk pretty easily here in their first two games. Kansas is the bomb this year, and like mostly because of Josh Jackson, the star uh, forward who is going to be a star forward in the NBA. Mark my words, even if he cannot quite shoot a basketball now, I think he has the athletic profile and the work ethic to dominate in the NBA. He is so good. He looked so good in the tournament. Uh, Kansas has been looking like a well-oiled machine. Um, they've been looking better in this tournament. Uh, that's they've been looking. Um, they've been looking uh, since they um, that they've been looking since they yeah. uh, played against. Um, wait, 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 I'm losing my trail of thought. Since they've been, since they've been playing uh, in the years of Andrew Wiggins, uh, they're going to battle Purdue and they're going to beat Purdue. I, <laughs> I, I, I call Kansas beating Purdue and making it to the Elite Eight. Purdue had a not an easy tournament, but they got the job done against Vermont and kind of an upset against Iowa State, but Purdue was all for it for that win. Now, even though it's a pretty good team for the Boilermakers, Kansas is like one of the favorites left in this tournament to win the whole damn thing. So I do feel Kansas is going to beat Purdue there. Caleb Swanigan and the Boilermakers, uh, I mean, he's the heart of the Boilermakers, right? He's the guy that like got them the two victories against uh, Iowa State and against Vermont. He he is their reliable presence, don't low. I think he's just not going to be able to keep up with the barrage of offense that uh, Kansas is going to uh, give them. He's a big guy. He's weirdly constructed. He got these long arms, but he's kind of short. And I think, it's, I think just Kansas is going to run him off the floor, basically. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, pretty sad here, Kansas. We got both Kansas here. I'm pretty sure we're going to select Kansas to go to the Final Four anyways. But uh, let's finish the Midwest. Midwest, I can't speak tonight. The Midwest, Oregon, Michigan. Michigan surprised a little bit of people by getting the job done against the Cardinals, Louisville, but Michigan now against Oregon here in the Sweet 16. Uh, I think Michigan had their Rocky Balboa moment in the round of 32. <laughs> uh, they 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 got their big win. They got their celebration with the champagne and everything. But now they're playing Oregon. They're playing one of, in my opinion, one of the four best teams in the NCAA this year. One of the four deepest, most versatile team in the NCAA this year. Uh, I don't see how they can beat Oregon and uh, Dylan Brooks, their uh, Canadian-born uh, leader. I think that Oregon wins this by a good 15. And then brings us to a battle we're going to have. We'll talk about it later. But the Kansas-Oregon, it's fascinating. It's like the two, uh, two new kind of very popular program school facing each other. So I kind of like that in our suite. Uh, Elite Eight, uh, you know, the... All right. Absolutely. Now, okay, let's move south, which uh, the probably the easiest region to predict in this year's tournament. It went pretty much like everybody anticipated in this one. North Carolina got the job done against Southern, then got the job done against Arkansas, and North Carolina will be in the Sweet 16. Yes, um, North Carolina did a good job. They barely hanged on against uh, Arkansas. They got a couple of lucky calls with the ref. Um, I'm a eternal I'm a doubter of the South Carolina, North Carolina program as a Duke fan. 
I love to doubt North Carolina. They get really, really angry and really defensive when I do that. And um, I just don't think they have the consistency to beat a team like Butler. Um, North Carolina prides itself in being a serious basketball program that just doesn't like feed uh, kids to the NBA, but so is Butler. And uh, they've always been under the radar. They've always been... Um, We've always been developing a good, sound uh, basketball culture over there. I think Butler is having the Rocky Balboa moment and get to the Elite Eight after knocking down first seed North Carolina. Wow. Butler in the upset. Wow. I'm taking yes. the Tar Heels because when I was a kid, I was kind of a conflicted kid, right? I, yeah. I love Jordan, and I love the blue, the baby blue, and I had my my tank top like everybody else of the North Carolina number I don't know what it was it wasn't Jordan so I had just a random number because it was cheaper <laughs> I I had that one but I had my Duke Blue Devil basketball so I used to wear my tank top of the Tar Heels and go play with a Duke basketball can you imagine the blasphemy I was doing when I was like 10 years old it's incredible so I'm conflicted I still want North Carolina to beat Butler You'd probably get burned alive one way or another if you walk the streets of North Carolina. You know, I went to Charlotte imagine? for like, I went to Charlotte for like 20 minutes uh, last uh, la last January when I came back from uh, from New Orleans, and I met some Dukies over there, like some really annoying, obnoxious, like lawyer types guys wearing like dark blue and white, and saying "Go, Duke, go!" in the plane. I'm like, oh my God, that's why everybody hates these guys. <laughs> and and I understand better why everyone in uh, in uh, North Carolina that didn't go to Duke hates Duke, but I still like their basketball team and I still think North Carolina is going to lose to Butler. UCLA and Lonzo Ball are still in tournament now in the Sweet 16. Quite easy tournament for the Bruins so far. Uh, did you like Lonzo Ball's play? But more importantly... Are you liking the conversation of Shaq now and Lonzo Ball and LeBron putting his grain of salt into it? Isn't it quite entertaining to just see Lonzo Ball's father go? It is, but it's going to get out of out of hand at some point. I mean, uh, LeBron told him to shut his mouth and never mention his kid's name because he probably doesn't like his, this guy. And if LeBron James tells you to shut your mouth, I think you, you should because he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna destroy your kid in the NBA. I think. I mean, Lonzo Ball, I'm sure Lonzo Ball has the potential to be a Jason Kidd type of player. He's he's that good. But if a LeBron James, yeah, yeah, a taller Jason Kidd. If LeBron James decides to just like bully you out of the court, you're gonna have a hard time. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time adjusting to to reality. But uh, I mean. UCLA had a sneaky good tournament like everybody says oh this was easy they had an easy path to uh, 316 eh, they had some good teams I mean, Cincinnati is a good team and they just blew them off the floor like they have a very good offensive system they have Iconic Bogu, TJ Leaf uh, Thomas Welsh down low who are getting the job done they have Lonzo Ball who keeps finding the guys all over the floor They're a well-oiled machine, and these guys are another of the favorites. Like these guys are going to go really, really far in the tournament. I got them, uh, I, I got them uh, in the Sweet 16, and I got them getting a lot further than that. All right, now we're out 
getting closer to the end. Elite Eight to finish the show. Wisconsin yes. Baylor. Who do you got? I got Wisconsin, baby. I think that in the battle of the rugged veteran teams, I think that Wisconsin is going to pull another one of their miracles and make their way to the final four. If there's no Duke, if there's no Nova, I think that Wisconsin makes it out of the region alive because their boss is like that. All right. So what, got... what do you say? Um, you know what? I'm going to go with you. Wisconsin continuing the trend, being one of the, if not the last Cinderella story left in the tournament. At the final four level, Wisconsin beats Baylor. Wisconsin, final four. Yes. All right. Gonzaga, Arizona in the Elite Eight. One versus number two. Do you have the upset with Arizona beating number one? You can barely call it an upset at this point because um, the seeding uh, the seeding has a political uh, has a little bit of a political uh, flavor to it. Uh, I really like Arizona this year. I think they are at least as good as Gonzaga. Their program is at least as good. They have at least as much pedigree, but they are much, 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 much more athletic. Uh, I think that Arizona is going to plow through Gonzaga and Gonzaga is going to have another painful exit for the tournament. But this time they will have made their way to the Elite Eight at least. All right. Now, Kansas and Oregon. I don't know. I think you're like me here. We're going with Kansas here. Uh, that's a difficult one. Um, I tend to lean towards Kansas because... Um, because because um, there have a, there's a very big injury in Oregon, uh, Montreal-born Chris Boucher, who's got a who was their rim protector and one of their uh, supplemental scorers. Um, he's he's out for the tournament. Like he would have, I might have tipped uh, the scales in the favor of, the, of Oregon to me, but he's not there. So uh, against myself. I really like this Oregon team, but against myself, I'm going to go to Kansas. But uh, I'm really not sure. Like this is this is a a, a flip em choice. Like it, anything could happen. All right, and now we have on your side Butler and UCLA. I have North Carolina and UCLA. Who's your winner? UCLA. Uh, the legend of Lonzo Ball. The legend. The legend continues. And there's going to be a country western artist that sings that sing ballad about his point guard skills. Um, <laughs> UC, UCLA, I haven't haven't didn't give me a reason to doubt them. Like the biggest reason I have to doubt is UCLA this year is Lavar Ball, and he's not even on the team. Come on, and you know what the name of that song will be, right? It'll be the Big Baller Ballad. The, oh, the triple I love bees. It. I love it, the big baller ballad, or maybe the ballad, the big ball. Yeah, whatever it makes three Bs. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so and... UCLA in the final four. So that leaves us with Wisconsin, Kansas, Arizona, and UCLA in the final four, Ben. Will our predictions be right? Well, we're going to have, we're going to be set on this starting tomorrow the sweet 16 is starting tomorrow guys let's get excited we're gonna have some freaking awesome basketball all weekend again my girlfriend is gonna want to leave me because i'm gonna have a basketball <laughs> open on my tv for like 12 hours a day for four days in a row anything else ben you have to say before we wrap the show no guys just enjoy this this is where the um 
this this is where the March Madness gets really, really good. This is where a lot of crazy stuff happens. This is one of the best basketball moments of the year, guys. Just just watch the games and have fun. It's going to be memorable again. And until next time, enjoy the madness. Yes. You were listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, sportspodcastingnetwork.com.com.